the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's always an honor. Today is Tuesday, October the 18th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. Today in 1648, Boston shoemakers were authorized to form a guild to protect their interests. It's the first American labor organization on record. Today in 1867, the United States took formal possession of Alaska, from Russia. It's a pretty good buy. What did we pay for that? I, I didn't look it up. I think it was $7 million or somewhere in that vicinity. Today, in 18, uh, 1892, the first long-distance telephone line between New York and Chicago was officially opened. It could only handle one call at a time. Today, in 1898, the American flag was raised in Puerto Rico shortly before Spain formally relinquished control of the island to the U.S., Today, in 1954, Texas Instruments unveiled the first commercially produced transistor radio. Today, in 1962, James Watson, Francis Crick, and Maurice Wilkins were honored with the Nobel Prize for Medicine and Physiology. They had determined the double helix molecular structure of DNA. Today, in 1969, the federal government banned artificial sweeteners known as cyclamates because of evidence they had caused cancer in rats. Ten years ago today, the Second U.S. Uh, Circuit Court of Appeals in New York ruled that a federal law defining marriage as a union between a man and a woman was unconstitutional. The following June, the Supreme Court would use that case to strike down provisions keeping legally married same-sex couples from receiving federal benefits that were otherwise available to married couples. That is several steps along the way on the um, slippery slope of trying to redefine institutions that God himself has created. Very, very, very dangerous ground to be fiddling around with what God what God has created. Interesting news piece out there today. I'll read more about it later, but I was looking at it uh, earlier this morning. Boston University scientists have been called out. Uh, they're being condemned this morning for playing with fire. Boston University. They're playing with fire after... A few other scientists started finding out, or at least talking about it, that they were creating, Boston University, creating this new COVID strain in their laboratory. It's a hybrid virus. It's combining Omicron and the original Wuhan strain, and it kills 80% of the mice in a study. Why are they doing this? 
Well, the revelation exposes how dangerous this virus manipulation research continues to go on, even in the United States. We've been obsessed with Wuhan and Fauci and sending money, and he is. He's still sending money that's going indirectly through another organization um, to Wuhan. But man, now we find out in Boston University, they're doing the same thing. This Dr. Richard Ebright, he's a chemist at Rutgers University in New Jersey, He's saying this morning, he said, man, the research is a clear example of gain-of-function research. That's the same thing that Rand Paul's been talking about, Senator Rand Paul, trying to pin Fauci down that he did, in fact, do that. So Fauci and his cohorts changed the meaning, the definition of gain-of-function, and then came back and told the Congress, told Rand Paul, but he told the committee and the and the country that were watching the news that, no, we're not doing gain of function. And uh, as you may know, if you follow Rand Paul's uh, interest in this, and I have, boy, he was really upset because he knew what they were doing. And um, he was trying to get at the truth. Well, now we find out, I'm sure if we know this, Rand Paul, I'm sure knows it as well, but we now know that they're doing this gain-of-function research right here at Boston University. As Dr. Ebright said, he said, if we are to to avoid a next lab-generated pandemic, it's imperative that oversight of enhanced potential pandemic pathogen research be strengthened. And there's a lot more to that. I just didn't have time to research it. Some of that stuff is out there, and it really isn't true. You know, I mean, you find out later people are, you know, embellishing uh, kind of like the president does beyond any reasonable um, use. So I, I haven't had a chance to look into that, but I, there are enough news sources this morning saying that this has become public, that I'm sure it has, and I'm pretty sure that they are doing that. So we'll keep an eye on that, keep you posted. But, boy, I wish they wouldn't do that. I understand there's, they're probably they got grants from somebody, probably Fauci, I don't know who, but somebody has given them grants to study this, so they're doing it. But after what China put the world through a couple of years ago on this pandemic, I mean, it, I mean, please don't do that. Find another way to protect us because we don't want to be protected in that way. More than two, peop- two million people have already voted in the 2022 election. I'm wondering if one person filled out all those um, those, I'm kidding, um, those ballots in favor of their favorite candidates or whatever. But no, two million people have already voted. Um, a project, they have a project at the University of Florida. They've been tracking this, and it's from public data uh, on early voting. 2,030,730 early votes as of yesterday. Uh, of which uh, 1,842, you know, and all kinds of statistics. But um, there have been 14,892,186 total mail ballots requested for this midterm election. Uh, University of Florida, this one professor, this Michael McDonald, he oversees this project. He said the early turnout so far in 2022 is much higher than usual for a midterm election. I'm glad to hear that if, if the, the ballots are legit, and we hope and pray they are. Uh, he said it's clear that we are above the 2018 midterm at the same uh, point in time in states where we have comparable data to look at. 
he was talking to ABC News this morning when he said that. The elections, uh, nearly a third of all of the early votes that have been cast so far were done in Florida. It's the only state where early vote totals exceeded, have all already exceeded 600,000 and so on. So we're well into the, um, to the midterm election. And we will see this is going to be fundamentally important to the future of America. Every election is important, but this one is particularly important because we have such an extreme, extreme left-wing group of people in running this nation or supposedly running it. They're running it in the ground. Even the Democrats are now starting to criticize themselves. They're turning on themselves. In fact, an organ is a profile of what's happening in that regard. The Democrats are actually turning on one another in Oregon, which is one of the most upside-down states in the nation. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that. But before I do, I was I was looking at some things. You see a million things on the Internet if you even spend five minutes on it. I've seen this little saying several different times. I've seen it on plaques. I've seen it on social media. But let me share it with you today. You probably have heard this or seen it before. Maybe you have a little plaque or something in your home or somewhere that with these words on it. But let me show. I don't know who wrote this, but it's very good. And I just felt like it was appropriate today. Maybe it's just for someone in particular that needs to hear this today. Maybe that someone is you. Let me share it with you. Lord, thank you that you are strong when I am weak, present when I feel alone, wisdom when I don't know what to do, my guide when I feel lost, hope when I lose confidence, faith when I have none, peace in the midst of the storm, manna when I'm hungry, rest when I'm restless, my defender when I am accused, my protector when I am attacked, my strong tower when I'm overwhelmed, my provision when I'm broke, my healer when I am sick, my friend when I have none, my comforter when I am afraid, there when I call. Thank you, Lord, that you are my everything. That was just for you today, and me, and all of us. The Bible says in Second Corinthians, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Remember Romans eight thirty seven. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. These are difficult times. They're confusing. They're corrupt. They're nonsensical. Common sense has been thrown over the fence a long time ago. We live in unprecedented days in our country. The Bible would refer to them, the New Testament, as perilous times. And then it lists what those times would look like, and this, these times look like that, that's described in the New Testament. Yet there is a security, 
there is a steadfastness, there is a knowledge, there is that sense in our spirit when we know the Lord that God is with us. He is our provision and healer and friend and comforter. He's there when we call. There's only weeks to go before the midterm election, as I said. Phil Knight, pretty well known in the Northwest and across the country, probably around the world, actually. He's the co-founder of Nike. He's a multi-billionaire, creates a sportswear, Nike. He shocked Oregon and the county, the country, by donating a million dollars the other day to Republican gubernatorial candidate in Oregon, Christine Drazen. He's given nothing to the Democrat candidate, Tina Kotek. That's significant because Phil Knight is not a conservative and he's not a Republican. It isn't normal for Phil Knight to give anything to Republicans. He never donates to Republicans from everything I've read, which underscores just how bad it's gotten in the state of Oregon. But what is happening in Oregon is a reflection of what probably will be happening to some degree in other leftist run states. Washington, California, there's a there's going coming a pushback. Oregon may be at the bottom of the list as far as the you know the problems at all. Probably the worst, at least one of the worst in the nation, but yet there is there's a, there's a pushback and I want to talk to you a little bit about that today. I know many of you are listening in Oregon hopefully and and southwest Washington. And this specifically would relate to those of you listening in in Oregon. And I might say to those of you who are, by the way, listening in Oregon, we need your support. We've been on KPDQ now for a while, and we're not quite meeting budget. And if we can are going to continue on the station there, it's very expensive. But if we're going to continue on the station there, for those of you in Oregon and southwest Washington, we need a few more of you. To those of you who are supporting regularly, Thank you. I am very aware of of those and how many and how much. But we need more of you to step up and help us with that if we're going to be able to continue on, on Oregon eventually. So keep that in mind and pray about it. And if you don't think what we're doing is worthwhile, then just don't bother. But if you do feel there's value in what we're doing, please consider it. And thank you for praying about it. And to all of you in Oregon and elsewhere that support this ministry, thank you so much. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Box 399, Bellevue, 98009. Oregon has found its cultural rock bottom, many are saying. The million-dollar donation to the Republican comes after Phil Knight's previous donation of more than $3 million to a former Democrat, Oregon Representative Betsy Johnson. Betsy jumped from into the race as an independent to run against Democrat candidate Tina Kotek, who's a flaming lesbian activist and former Speaker of the House. Republican Drazen is a Christian, conservative, a mother of two, and a former Speaker of the or not Speaker of the House, but... Uh, she was the minority leader of the Republicans in the uh, state legislature in, in Oregon. According to the New York Times, and this has caught national news, according to the New York Times, Knight is willing to do anything 
to prevent the Democrats from staying in power in the Beaver State in Oregon. And he's one of them. This, in all opinions, is the sad result of Oregon's decline under decades of leftist Democrat leadership. So the New York Times is stepping up, and they're pointing this out to the world. They're not pointing it out so you'll be informed necessarily. I, I've watched them for a long time, and others like them. But they are pointing it out to perhaps stir the left to sort of come to the aid because their person may in fact lose an election that nobody thought she could lose. They thought it was a given. Democrats, no matter how far left, how crazy far left they are, always win statewide elections in Oregon. Pretty much the same in Washington. And it's been pretty much that way in California. Knight said that... (laughs) It, it, it's, I mean, it, 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 there's a funny aspect to this, but it's very serious. But Phil Knight told the um, New York Times, he, he said, I'm quoting him here, he said, one of the political cartoons after our legislative session had a person snorting cocaine out of a mountain of white. I, I guess that means of, of the white cocaine. So anyway, he says, one of the political cartoons after our legislative session had a person snorting cocaine out of a mountain of white. It said, I'm quoting Phil Knight, which of these is illegal in Oregon? And the answer was the plastic straw. He was making the point of how crazy far left the state is. A poll reported by Oregon Public Broadcasting found that Oregon voters are very unhappy under the current Democrat, Governor Kate Brown. She's the first bisexual governor, openly, so in America. The key finding is more than 40% of public broadcasting says 70% of respondents said that Oregon is on the wrong track. Oregon has other uh, troubles. Coin TV is reporting that the Beaver State is the second worst state for substance abuse and addiction. Even worse, it is a rock-bottom 50th in access to treatment. KGW Channel 8 in Portland says, Oregon has some of the strictest COVID policies in the country. It only removed its mask mandate on March 31st, making it among the last states to do so. Breitbart News national, international news, conservative. They said this, and I want to share what they were saying about that. A lot of people are paying attention to this. That's why I'm talking about it. They said Nike, of course, was right in line with Oregon's strict COVID policies and in 2020 even closed all of its stores nationwide over its hysterical fear of the coronavirus. I'm quoting Breitbart. Nike is one of the most left-wing corporations in the USA so left-wing that it couldn't even see its way clear to release a Betsy Ross flag-themed shoe it had planned because its partner, American anthem protester Colin Kaepernick, illogically equated the Betsy Ross flag with slavery. I remember that well because I talked about it on this program at the time this happened. It's been a couple of years ago or so. I continue, Breitbart, on the other hand, While the company couldn't bring itself to honor American history, it did put out a shoe commemorating the day Colin Kaepernick first took a knee during the national anthem. Remember, he was a football player, pro football player. Not a particularly good one, but he was one. 
Breitbart continues, despite the company's commitment to social justice and the poor and oppressed, Nike has also been mysteriously silent in the face of China's genocide against its minority Uyghur population and its long, long list of other human rights abuses. Well, they're right. Nike isn't just remaining mum on China's abuses. Current company CEO, this John Donahoe, has admitted that at the same time they stay quiet on China's crimes, the red giant, China, is a very important market to us. Those are his words recently. So we know there's abuses, we know all this stuff, violations of social justice and blah, 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 but we don't care because they're an important market for us. But they're supposed to represent all of this. Why are they taking advantage of all of this? Breitbart says the communist regime has been excoriated for perpetrating abuses against its Uyghur people, uh, allegedly persecuting the Muslim minority with forced sterilization and slave labor. Continuing, they say, granted, Knight is no longer running Nike, having stepped down in 2016, but his company has been reliably left-wing for decades. And it has. It's known to be far left. However, for Knight to realize that the Democrats need to be kept out of power, like his political donations this year show, it says volumes about a lot of things, but just how bad the Democrats have messed up this country and that particular state, Oregon. This is where we are. The Democrats see that their philosophy, their so-called progressivism, is so flawed and it is so bad and it never works that they are kind of maintaining their position and their ideology, but they are putting their money behind people that disagree with their ideology. It's almost like a sickness that they can't shake, a mental illness of sort. They just can't quite let go of this their progressivism and secular humanism and cultural Marxism and all of this stuff that they're putting on this nation, not only in Oregon, but all across the nation. There are shining lights in Florida and Texas and elsewhere. But many states across America are living under the bondage of this kind of ideology. It's anti-biblical, it's anti-God, it's anti-social, it stands for everything, it stands against everything they claim to stand for. They talk about social justice. They talk about equality and now equity. Equality is not so much anymore, but it's equity. And on and on they go, and like Nike, at the same time, they're over there sterilizing and using them as slaves these Uyghurs, these Muslim people, while they're here and in other places in Europe and so on around the world, they're trumpeting this this glorious self-respect for themselves of being representing social justice and so on. That's the crazy world we live in. No wonder kids grow up and, and they're so confused. I mean, you look at this world, I mean, some of us grown-ups are a little confused. That's why it's so important that we look at these things and we understand them, but we look at them through the, the lens of God's Word, through God's truth, because there is no other truth outside of God's truth. If it doesn't, if it conflicts with God's truth, it's not truth. God's truth is forever. It stands. And even to the person who doesn't believe in the Bible or believe in God, 
history shows that the principles and the policies and the beliefs that are written in God's Word, they work, they stand, they don't come unraveled. Man's philosophies do, are vain philosophies. Paul talked about that in the New Testament. That's why we are where we are in America today. And Oregon is, is kind of the kind of this, the main event. I mean, it's so bad that Phil Knight is giving money to Christine Drazen to help her become the next governor. Well, who is she? What about her? I mean, she stands for everything Phil Knight claims not to stand for. She certainly stands for everything that Nike claims not to stand for. New York Times goes to great length in their story to explain why the Democrat former state or the state House Speaker Kotek is not leading by a wide margin in the polls. Everybody thought she would be, but she isn't. Then to be sure everyone understands that Drazen is really a conservative, the New York Times just jumps all over her. They say, but she has also highlighted her conservative credentials. They include an A rating from the National Rifle Association. Oh, my. Her opposition to abortion and her proposal to create a permanent task force on election integrity in Oregon, which was the first state to install a universal vote-by-mail system. Last month, the New York Times says, at a Drazen campaign rally in Central Oregon, one of the featured speakers was B.J. Soper, or Super, something like that. I've never heard of the guy, but he, they say he's a, this New York Times, they say he's a prominent activist in a far-right group established by Ammon Bundy. I am familiar with him, who he is, who led an armed takeover of Oregon Wildlife Refuge in 2016. Miss Drazen's campaign said last week she didn't organize the event. She didn't know who Mr. Super or Soper is. But Oregon approved money earlier this year to support women who travel to the state for abortions. Drazen has said, if I'm governor, I, we will not spend money on that. That's not going to happen. If Democrats bring legislation to me that funds additional line-item issues, like let's invite people in from other places to get abortions in Oregon with public funds, she said, I will veto that. There's a great deal of explaining going on, but the point is that the foundations are falling apart under the secular humanists, under the progressives. Some... Doug Moore, an executive director of Oregon Leave of League of Conservation Voters, says this is a fluke. Really? I don't know. Mr. Knight, in the interview, said he had abandoned Miss Johnson's campaign. Johnson, as I understand it, used to be a Democrat. Then she became a Republican. Now she's an independent running for governor. Phil Knight had first put money behind her. Now she's way behind in the polls, so he's jumped toward um, Drazen and gave her a million dollars this last week. Ask if serving as a financial benefactor for an anti-abortion politician ran counter to his company's well-manicured image as a champion of social justice causes. Phil Knight said, Nike has good leadership. They make choices, whatever they want. But I think I'm more conservative than Nike. Mr. Knight is the chairman emeritus of Nike's board. He is the co-founder, of course. Hopefully there's a shift that's beginning to take place in America. I pray there is. I know that things will generally get worse as we move toward the coming of the Lord. The Bible is pretty clear on that. But at the same time, until such a time as that, when the end of time 
and everything changes, comes upon us. We are called to be salt and light and to be at that presence in the culture. And I think that presence is beginning to change. At least in Oregon, it appears that it could happen. I don't know what the outcome of that election will be, and in other states as well. We'll see. So stay tuned. I'll see you right here tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.